everybody, I'm Jermaine. And I'm Shariah. And we, minus one, are the new kids. <laughs> We're missing Hania. But yes, we are the new kids, the millennial collective. We are young professionals, young artists, young creatives trying to make it happen. Uh, we have some bumps and obstacles along the way. A lot of bumps. <laughs> but the purpose of this podcast is for us to share what we know with you. And hopefully you learn some new information too. And you can make it happen. Um, so this is our very first podcast. And Shariah is going to go ahead and introduce our first guest. So our first guest today is Mrs. Alberta Davis. She is the owner of Kingdom Clean LLC, uh, where she specializes in residential and commercial cleaning services. Um, You can visit her website at kingdomcleanllc.com. You can also find her on Facebook or Instagram, um, all under Kingdom Clean LLC. Uh, She's been doing a lot of work throughout the city of Detroit, uh, where she's cleaning a lot of homes, uh, working with business owners. She's worked with producers, uh, getting started with NBA players, just all kind of stuff. I told her to plug me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to talk to her today pretty much about the purpose of her business, how she got started, uh, different struggles she may have faced. Uh, The whole point is that we encourage you all, uh, get you all some connections. Um, So, yeah. And so y'all can make it happen. Um, You can check us out. My ratchet Twitter is... (laughs) (laughs) I'm the main. Uh, Professional Twitter is Jermaine Pencil. Um, My Twitter is at underscore shy shy so fly with another underscore. Or you can also follow me at Shariah S-H-Y-R-I-A-H-M. So either one you can use to get a hold of me. It's lit. Here we go, y'all. Our first guest has joined us, and I know Shariah just introduced her, but we're going to have her introduce herself and get it cracking. So go ahead. Hi, y'all. This is Alberta Davis, Mrs. Alberta Davis with Kingdom Clean LLC. I'm the owner and operator of this fine establishment. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tell tell us about your fine establishment and what do you do? Okay, well, it's a cleaning service, so basically I clean residential for right now, but I'm looking to break in the market of commercial. Um, Just need a couple more people on staff to break in that market, but we provide residential, commercial, organization, may move out, renovation services. Um, So whatever you need, just give us a call. And right now it's just you, right? No, I do have a couple of people on staff, um, as well as my husband. He works part-time, so I'm trying to get him to come full-time, you know, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, how long have you been in business? I've been in business officially March 28, 2016, so for a year. Um, But I've been cleaning ever since I was a little girl. I've been cleaning ever since I was five years old. My grandmother, who is no longer with us, she passed in 2008, but she's from the South. She got me started cleaning. And it's so crazy that I look back and I'm like, how did I really like doing this when it was like punishment when she made us do it? Um, But I guess it just stuck with me and I'm here. I just want y'all to know that this is coming from the person that told me if a place or a house doesn't have vacuum lines in the carpet, it's dirty. <laughs> that's just how her standard is. That's how you know she's the real deal. Sorry, right it, it's true, though. It's true. <laughs> 
So um, you talk about, you know, your grandmother as kind of your inspiration. Is that what got you started? Is that what pushed you to uh, make this an official business and, you know, get your role on? Well, to make it an official business, I could only say it's nothing but God that actually pushed me to make it an official business. I've been helping out my friends and family when it comes to cleaning, when they moved out of certain places or if they injured themselves and they need help. I've been helping them out ever since I could remember and just loving the smell and the look of cleaning products. I think I'm the only person I know that get excited about going down the cleaning aisle. <laughs> like Probably. <laughs> I, I get like, in the store turning up like, hey, Jack, Oh my gosh, is that a new pledge? Oh, I gotta try this. I get so super excited. My husband like, babe, please chill. <laughs> like, you almost twerking down the cleaning aisle. I don't know why. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, she's my inspiration, but God pushed me to start the business. Um, I think it was about about three years ago, I was just realizing, like, what do I want to do with my life? I mean, I've been in school for fashion design. I've been in school for business. And I just kind of stopped it. Everything that I started, I stopped. Even hair school. And I'm good at everything that I do. It just wasn't something that stuck and um, one day, one of my church sisters was like, you should start a cleaning business. I'm like, nah, nah, you tripping. I'm not starting <laughs> a cleaning business. Like, what? What do I look like starting a cleaning business? And I just woke up one day was like, let me see how this work out. It is just, that's how it started. I'm glad you brought up school because I think, um, especially as millennials, you know, we, most of us go to school or we try to pursue some type of educational background, but what we end up doing is not what we went to school for. Mm -hmm. Um, And so people are so steadfast and they want to hold on to that degree so much because they work for it. They went to 8 a.m.s. They was up in the middle of the night. They got this degree and whatever, but they end up teaching or they end up doing something that, that isn't closely related to their degree and sometimes it makes you feel like you're a failure because Mm -hmm. it's like what what did I got this piece of paper for Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm glad that you brought that up because it's okay not to do what you know your degree or whatever you learned it's okay not to follow that path people change paths all the time you can take a lot from it like even if you know maybe you went to school for one thing but you're doing another you can still take what you learned in your courses and apply it exactly you know to your life exactly and i would say don't let the lack of education hold you back Mm -hmm. um because school not for everybody it really isn't and (laughs) even in that like I'm starting and all of my knowledge and all of my mentorship and everything has been put in place. I can say it's only but God It's really the doors opening. It's really me praying and fasting. It's really me saying affirmations every day. It's really me sowing seed in church every Sunday. Anytime that I have a chance to sow seed in my leaders, I'm doing that. Um, me and my husband is doing that we're praying over our seed and each and every time I think like okay I hit a roadblock another door has opened Um, my prayer for the season was God would do exceedingly and abundantly above all that I ask or think and every time I'm like oh I want to I want to get in that house or I want to get in this block or this neighborhood and I tell you not I kid you not it's like a couple of Weeks later, a client called like, yeah, I live on such and such street. I'm like, I just did. I wanted to do that. Like, what? Like, okay, yes, okay, I'm free, yeah. So, um, 
And I was, I used to beat myself down all the time about not being in school. Like, I could have been here and I could have been doing this. And why didn't I not stay? And why did I just didn't get a degree? But at the same time, God has his own plans and his own path for you. So don't let your lack of education and make you feel like you're a failure or your lack of knowledge or steadfast. Just keep on praying and asking God for instructions. God said the steps of a good man is ordered by the Lord. So keep asking him for instructions. Keep asking him for guidance and he will lead the way. Yeah, motivation is definitely important because I know for me um, in the businesses that I have, even in my educational journey, like some days I just get up like I, I can't do it. Like not today. I, you know, like I'm going to just try again tomorrow or maybe I'm going to go to sleep and just, you know, sleep these two hours away and hopefully it'll be done by the time I wake up knowing that it's not going to be. But, um, you know, staying motivated, making sure that you believe in yourself is very key to your success because mm-hmm. yeah. if you don't believe in you, Ain't nobody else going to believe in you either. And you don't even have to say it, but people can feel when you're not confident in your work. Right. Um, and having confidence in your work. I mean, you you went to school for this. You learned this. This is something you know. Um, even if it's from life experience, if you're doing it as a business, it's something that you know you can do. So it's important to maintain that high level of confidence because um, sometimes uh, your client not going to be happy. I've dealt with that a few times and uh, (laughs) even though you know you worked hard on this Mm -hmm. this is you know this is grade A work USDA stamp shout out to Jeezy but (laughs) your client is just not gonna be happy and it has nothing it's it's nothing to do with you so it's important that you know um, that you are a good good worker especially as millennials I think we deal with um, the older generation a lot of times they try to make us feel like Mm -hmm. we are um, inadequate even though we we got the skills we got the work to prove it but they want to tell us we don't know nothing or um you know back in my back in my day you too young to know about this but it's like bro you need my help like you call me (laughs) you you need my help (laughs) so you know that that level of motivation is very very important i think it's important to like uh, be mindful of who you have around you as well yeah like i had like these great business ideas and i didn't slipped up and told the wrong person man and they're like that ain't gonna work and i'm like hold on i didn't tell you to get your opinion i was just saying it. it's funny because a person can say oh that ain't a good idea that ain't gonna work and then they mind or they go around and the next thing you know they doing what you what what your idea was or they the first one in line when you when it's popping oh then they got your back oh yeah i I know her or that's you know a lot of a lot of people say um, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. And majority of it, don't feel bad, would be from your peers mm-hmm. or from the people that you are know. around you. Or your but family. You, yes. Or your family. <laughs> and you, you look at the circumstances and the situation. The reason why they say it is because they didn't achieve their goals and their dreams. Mm-hmm. And also, they don't want to see you succeed. I mean, what more painstaking to see my friend even though most of us think it but most of us don't want to admit it my friend she out here doing it and mm-hmm. I'm sitting here chilling she out here right. popping yeah right. so, and I'm on the couch I'm you telling. know you can't let the negativity or it's not gonna happen deter you from your goal Mm -hmm. and don't let your goal be your end goal always set the bar higher my thing is for kingdom clean llc i see that to be a national cleaning business molly may mary may y'all hear me (laughs) she's coming 
She coming from it. If you don't know my, let me get my Remy Ma on. If you don't know my name yet, okay? Hey, she out here. Let she me, she holla at me, okay? Pull up on me one time. I'm the, I mean, I think that you you got to keep raising a bar higher. You got to keep chasing after it. You got to keep. It's, it's days where I don't want to get up. It's days where I just. I need to just sleep. And there was days where I worked 20 days straight off of four hours each day. So you got to keep pushing yourself. You got to keep motivation. You got to, once again, me, keep God first. Because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. It is hard. It is hard being a business owner. It is hard being a married business owner when you have to come home and tend to your husband too. So just don't let nobody deter you. Keep your goals in mind and keep driving. Okay, on that note, we are going to take a break. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Hania Cross, but everybody calls me Honey. I'm a project manager and creative consultant. Currently, I offer event and brand management services to creative entrepreneurs in the city. You can find me on Instagram at Honey underscore Spiffy. That's at Honey underscore S-P-I-F-F-Y. Or you can visit my website at www.hania-cross.com. Okay, so we're back. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey. Um. So, I, I don't. I forgot my train of thought. Oh my goodness. Well, I have a thought. Okay, go so, ahead. I'm gonna steal your moment. Yes. <laughs> uh, before we took this break, we were talking about. Uh, well, Alberta was saying about working long hours and uh, just kind of the sacrifice you have to make as a business owner. One thing that I would say that we have to be mindful of, of especially us as millennials, we like work, 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 sleep. We sleep when we dead. No. Because <laughs> sleep Absolutely is important. Not. Sleep is important. Like you talk about you're gonna sleep when you dead, you're gonna mess around and die because <laughs> because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Um I remember, you know, Alberta was on uh Facebook, like, yeah, I've been working this many days. And I'm like, yo, because you gotta, you gotta take rest. a couple days off. She's getting on me, y'all. And then she kept going. Like she kept going, and I'm like, okay, so let me <laughs> let me t- text you from the my <laughs> consultant hat on. You have to take these days. Um and the reason that I like I strive for that so much is because we learn in our classes now um, the effects of burnout and you know we sitting here trying to get all this money but if we're not healthy and we mess around and you know make it to where we physically can't do what we're supposed to do or maybe mentally we can't do what we're supposed to do what's the money for yeah and then you put in all this work and you can't even enjoy it because you tired you tired you ain't went on no vacation i'm telling you i just came back from vegas uh vacations are lit vacations are where it's at which i'm glad by the way because i was supposed to attend that never mind okay but um you have to do it like you have to it's like mental health days are important like you know i wish all organizations just gave you like a solid like 10 mental health days where you can just like chill and get away from everything so take those breaks yeah because we we know what a workaholic is we see it all the time but i think a lot of times we don't want to consider ourselves workaholics because that means something negative but even on vacation like sometimes you got to unplug and relax like don't respond to no messages emails texts none of that like Like, your clients need you you they're gonna be there when you get back either that or they can go get some the problem not gonna change (laughs) the problem not gonna change it's still gonna be there um but you you are an, an invaluable resource to whatever you're doing whoever you're servicing um so you you gotta get that rest I'm learning to take my balance, y'all, to get my balance <laughs> together, okay? I am learning to get a balance. My um whole mindset was, this is the first year, and 
my goal was let's get this boy off the ground whatever it takes to get it off the ground now me finding this balance is kind of difficult um because the days that I don't feel um productive and I just want to sleep um I just I feel bad the next day feel like I wasted a whole 24 hours so I'm gonna tell you what my mentor told me was to make a home schedule which basically breaks down what you have to do far as on the back end um like your marketing your um word of mouth your your um website your um calls the calls you need to make towards your clients and things of that nature schedule it all out even schedule out your day and knock each one of them out and that way you still feel accomplished on your day off you're chilling but you're on a computer and you're still doing work yeah and i know i have friends who hate organization they hate planners they hate writing stuff down (laughs) But, but there are apps out there um even if you text somebody like hey you know can you remind me to do such and such tomorrow or using that you know quote-unquote buddy system that Mm -hmm. we learned about in kindergarten uh, (laughs) to keep you on track and keep you balanced because finding that balance is important everybody's routine is different Mm -hmm. Um, what may work for somebody else may not work for you so it's important for you to you know kind of pay attention to what your needs are um, and and keeping it together and you can tell like take advantage of these apps like I know for me I do a lot of marketing via social media but I'm sitting here like I can't remember to send this tweet at this time or do that. And I found this app, y'all. It's called Buffer. And if y'all think it's me tweeting all this stuff, you're absolutely wrong. Because <laughs> I didn't put all this stuff in Buffer. You can set, you know, times. You can set how many times you want it to rotate. You can see how many people see the post. Like, things like that make my life so much easier. Um, just because we only have 24 hours in a day. And you sleep for, like... I was trying to sleep for, like, 15. Yeah. <laughs> True, true. Um, so yeah, maximize your time. Know um know what your limits are. But Alberta, you said something that made me think. Um, your business is still young, still a baby. Mm-hmm. It's a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe I read something on the Small Business Association uh website that says most um entrepreneurs fail within the, the first, first three years. years. Yep. Um so what what are some key aspects for you in order to keep your business afloat and keep it successful? Like, what are you, what are you, um, what are your goals or what are your, um, objectives? Well, one, I, um, it's so, such a hard pill to swallow and everyone has this hard pill. It's like, a lump in your throat but at the same time I'm really not afraid to fail I feel like that's important I feel like um I know what failure was when I was 25 not knowing what I wanted to do with my life so I'm like it only got to get higher from here so yes I do grind hard yes I am up on my computer and I am redoing my website I am um, following up on leads I am sending out emails I am making sure that I'm making the necessary calls I do have three mentors in my life shout out to Rasheen Miss Isha and also shout out Miss Sharon Um, they are all key pieces in my life where they all get on me 
they do not hesitate to give me homework. Not only give me homework, they is they do not hesitate to follow up and say, "Hey, did yeah. you do it?" Um, they hold me accountable. They hold my feet to the fire and say, "Make sure you get this done." And each one of them brings something different to the table. Um, my mentor Rashim, he's uh, owns several businesses, and he's the business aspect of my business, um, far as promotion, marketing, um, making sure I get clients and things of that nature. Miss Isha, she's HR, so she trained and teach me how to look for great employees and um, also subcontractors, making sure that I have the right people in my corner to help me out with this business. And Miss Sharon, she's just a cleaner, so she makes sure that I'm using certain products for certain things, what I need to do, um, what other products do I need to look at, things of that nature. So each one of them bring a key piece to my business to make it whole. And you have to have a person or a team that is above you yes Mm -hmm. you have to be acceptant to constructive feedback yes you cannot say oh okay well they don't know it all or whatever the case may be you have to be open to take notes and to be ready for that constructive feedback and if they tell you you're doing something wrong hey go back to the drawing board and figure out how to make it right or ask them what would you do in this situation Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to ask questions um also be accepting and open to whatever their their knowledge is and their background is and things of that nature so you always have to have some someone above you you cannot be the leader all the time yeah. if you are the leader of your pack all the time something is wrong that's true there's that's no true. room for growth Very true um having a good team is extremely important um even if your business is just you having a, a strong solid person with you um, to kind of bounce ideas off of that's going to tell you no that's stupid yeah, you that's don't a, need a yes man you do not need a yes man um, Shariah and I have several um, ventures that we have businesses in but even as friends like um, having that relationship where we can share ideas and be like nah bruh that don't make a lick yeah. of sense go back <laughs> try, again. try that again and you can't get offended by stuff like that because like, it's you know it's somebody else's perspective yeah you gotta know that you like I'm telling y'all 100% like no lie at all you gonna get your feelings hurt being a business owner you yeah. Get your oh, yeah. Because you're going to have this idea. You're like, oh, this is my baby. This is going to pop. And then it's going to be somebody that's like, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> or they don't, they don't want to buy No matter what your sales pitch is, they're not going to want to buy it. They're not going to want to try it. They're not going to want to recommend mm-hmm. nobody. It's it's business. Yeah, but you and you also, like, you, have, you can't be the yes man to your friends. Like, you just can't. Like, because if you... I would rather... My feelings be hurt by somebody at this table Mm -hmm. than for a stranger to be like, yo, this was whack. Like, (laughs) why did I spend my money on this? You know, you have to be able to tell your friends. Like, um, a lot of my friends come to me just with my my background. They're like, hey, how does this business sound? How does this business sound? I'll I'll never forget. Like, I literally wrote a whole thesis. Uh, Jermaine and I were going to do this housing program. And I had a friend who was in the housing business. And he just pretty much was like, no, bro, like, (laughs) don't even sign yourself up for this. And And it was great. Like, it's a good idea. Um, but it may not be the idea for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, especially in the age of millennial space, social media is killer is out here. So people are going to talk about your product, whatever it is, and it can either be good or it can be bad. But you got to be able to deal with whatever come your way. That's yeah. why you should have like a strong foundation of people. Uh, yeah. That 
has been in business longer than you mm-hmm. that has a background and you know um I was reading this book one day and I can't remember who was it by but um the guy said I didn't get wealthy based off of my knowledge I didn't have an education for it I got wealthy because I hire people with the education for it yep. mm-hmm. and my mentorship one is a millionaire and I sit down to talk with him all the time and I'm bouncing off ideas and he's giving me strategy and instruction you like I said can't be the leader of your own pack you gotta have people that have been in business before you that seen downfalls that seen failures that seen what it looks like to fall flat on your face and get back up you gotta have people that's gonna motivate you that's gonna continue to push you to continue to grow you and it's gonna be tiring and it's gonna be kind of stressful but all at the same time they see your potential if you have people that see your potential and you see your goal you can't do nothing but go up yeah Yeah. very true um you and being a serial entrepreneur is okay if one idea don't work it's nothing wrong with yeah try another one it's countless ideas out there whatever you you know want to do you can do but if you don't know how to do something especially within your business it's okay to ask somebody else absolutely especially if they have making a mistake you know like i think you know like we talked about social media being you know a huge pillar for us millennials i think that our rep uh, our reputation via social media can either make or break yeah. certain ideas. You know what I'm saying? Like if I if I'm hiring you to help me with something, but I go on your Instagram and you like ain't got no clothes on, all kind of <laughs> stuff like that. You know, I it, it, I'm not gonna be likely to want to do business with yeah. you. And we have as millennials have to learn whether it be your friend, your family, or whoever. You have to learn who you want to do business with and who you don't want to do business with because your reputation. You can't is, do business with everybody. One. You like you know, yeah. we all sitting at this table, so mm-hmm. you know, once this airs. People gonna you know put us together. Yeah. So if they see me doing one thing, I might cause Alberta to lose clients. Right. Because of, you know what I'm saying something that I'm doing and she's been by association. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, you can't do business with everybody. It's okay to you know separate your personal relationships from your uh, business. Mm-hmm. Um, that honestly, in some situations, that may be the one thing that saves your business. You know, or mm-hmm. gets you the clients that you need to get. Yeah. Um, and don't be afraid to turn down some businesses. You know, yeah. like if, if it's an idea that comes, it's not necessarily going to always be for you. Like yeah. I was listening to uh, the Breakfast Club, and I forget what the guy's name is, but his homeboy came up with Uber, and he passed on it like five times. He just kept telling him, "No, nah, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work." And, and look now, at Uber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but you can't kick yourself for them ideas. You know, you can if it's just maybe it's not meant for you to work with them. Very true. Um, so Alberta, I have a question. This is mm-hmm. something I deal with too right now as a professional. Um, at at any point in your business, were you also working full time um, in another oh, capacity? Oh yeah, uh, you know. okay. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, I was a payroll manager for a company <clears throat> shall be nameless, um, <laughs> but I was uh, doing payroll and I will put in 14 hours in that day. And this was before I got all my legal paperwork. This is when I was testing the waters, trying to see, you know, do I really want to do this? Um, so I was putting in 14 hours of a day on my job. And when I got off, I put my cleaning gear on before I left the job. I put all my stuff on and I was at a house for like four to six hours at night every night steep five days a week. <laughs> so it wasn't it was like okay I really love this like 
I like doing this more than I like putting 14 hours at this job. Okay. And it was, like I said, H and every time. I kid you not. Like, y'all get tired of me talking about God. I don't care. <laughs> but God has been the forefront of my life because each and every time I prayed, I was just like, okay, God, is this something that I need to do? Is this is what I'm called to do? Is this is what I am called for? Because like I said, I'm a habitual person for you you can count on me to quit something that I like doing I mean I like doing here I like going ahead and doing business and business school I like the business aspect I was a sketch artist and a bad sketch artist at that like I could sketch out formal dresses like it ain't nobody's business but it was something I wasn't passionate about at the end of the day so I just sat there and prayed like God is this something you really want me to do and if it is give me a sign tell me I need to quit tell me something and I kid you not like a couple of months later they literally came into my office and said Alberta um, unfortunately and mind you I'm the only payroll person there unfortunately we can't afford you anymore you're right you can't afford me no more <laughs> deuces and it was just I was like okay I told my husband he was like that was it that and was your sign and after that it's just been door after door after door so you don't let none of that hinder you yes I but you have to if this is what you want to do and I tell my best friend all the time shout out Tracy Lee you're getting married but I tell you this all the time (laughs) you want to work you're going to put in 12 14 hours out the day for somebody else's company for you to grow somebody else's company for you to get 15 16 dollars an hour Come on now, bruh. That ain't, that ain't, that's not what's up. That's not yeah. popping. You gonna kill yourself for somebody else's company when you can take the time out to build yourself and build your own company. If you can do that, you can take two hours off the day to research, to plan, to strategize, to organize, to see, okay, if I do this, what name do I want? It only takes, what, $25, Sharia, yeah. to come up with a name? And to secure it, yeah. To secure yeah. the name in the state of Michigan? Come on now. Like, you can take the time out to work eight, nine, ten hours out the day for someone else's company and still build your business yeah, outside of that. And then when you see that door, take it. Don't hesitate. Mm-hmm. You're going to fly, you're going to flight, or you're going to fail. But at the end of the day, at least you did it. You tried. You, just, tried. you tried. You pick yeah. yourself back up, you dust your shoulders off, and you keep pushing. Yeah. yeah. And for some people, um, you know, they can make it work, you know, hustling three, four jobs and their business. Yeah. But it's not for everybody. So it's a lot. Yeah, and, it's and a you lot. You still got to keep in. Like we said earlier, you got to keep your mental health on yeah. point, your physical health on point. You got to, you know, just be healthy overall as well as work all these jobs. And I understand that it can sound crazy. Like, you know, how is she going to tell us yep. to put in all these hours? Quit my job. Say, Chill out. <laughs> like, nobody's telling you to jump ship. Nobody's telling you to go into your job. Like, yo, I quit. I'm out. <laughs> like, nobody's telling you that. But you have to um, just keep those things in mind. Like, you can do it. Like, there's a lot of people out of, out here telling millennials, like, y'all can't do it. Yeah. But and you then, Especially, you know, with that millennial perspective, a lot of times in the workplace, we are the youngest ones in the room mm. but um, I'm telling you we might be the youngest ones in the room but we, we pick up on stuff yeah, fast we can get it done we can get it done but with that you know with us being the youngest person in the room um, a lot of and, and especially with like family older family members they always quick to say 
you know, oh, y'all millennials do too much. Y'all move around too much. You know, back in my day, I stayed at my job for 30, 40 years. Yeah, gas was in a right, too. You know, rent, like, <laughs> or I stayed in one place. I've been working in the auto industry since, you know, 1972. And it's like, you know, that was great for y'all. That worked for y'all. Yeah. But it's, it, it ain't going to work for us. We want more. Or, you know, we have new challenges. You know, quality or cost of living is way High, higher. Way and higher. we ain't getting paid no more. So, yeah. And know, it's not to, like to knock any of the older right. people or to disrespect or, them or anything, but it's essentially, it's a reality. Or, like, you know, it's like, if that's you, you know, you a millennial, but you want to stay in your job for the next 30 years, that's okay. Do it. That Do it. But <laughs> that don't work for everybody, yeah. you know? And, it, and it's not cool to knock somebody who likes to move around or who, you know, likes constant change or who wants to pursue their dream. Um, you you got to keep in mind, everybody path is different. Don't yeah. be a scared, don't be a afraid to like I said if you see that door or if you prayed about it and that door open don't be afraid to take it because opportunity is never lost it's only passed to somebody else yep Mm -hmm. and if that's your opportunity if that's your window windows only open for a short period of time take your opportunity I mean if I didn't take my opportunity I wouldn't be the cleaner of Michael Bay who was a film director of Bad Boys and Transformers shout out Michael see you when you come back <laughs> um, I wouldn't be the cleaner for now Detroit Pistons player I'm not going to say his name but um, I mean and I'm only in the business for a year yeah, and it's only yeah. going to get better and it's only going to get better so don't be afraid to fly because if you never said I'm going to take this chance you're going to live your life full of regrets and resentment and nobody wants to be that person at your 20 year reunion ain't got no mad (laughs) (laughs) my 10 year is this year okay baby I see y'all muffer my stays uh, when y'all catch me there y'all go come Yes, yeah, I'm that girl. So, um, for, for sure, just just stay positive, stay motivated, and like I said, don't be as scared to fail. But I do say this: the older people that are in our lives are in our lives for a reason. And even though they may talk down or may talk bad about it, and they stayed at their job for thirty some nine years, look what they got now. So I would take what you take what you can from them. Take yeah. all the knowledge and all the wisdom from them. The Bible said, Absolutely. "I call the old because they're wise. I call the young because they're strong." And you have strength. You're young. You're strong. You're vibrant. You're you're you know you, you're a go getter. So take your wisdom from your older peers and take your strength and just do Mold what you it. do. Do yes. what you got to do. All right. So we're gonna take another break. We'll be back, y'all. Peace out. Hi, everybody. My name is Shariah. I'm one third of the new kids and owner of Marshall Career Consulting. I specialize in resume editing, CV editing, business plans, and all sorts of business needs. My purpose is to help you have the career of your dreams and to make you the best worker or entrepreneur possible. I also work with small business assistants, such as small business analysis and small business startup. I pride myself in not only helping you to make the best decisions for your business, but also for yourself. You can check me out at www.marshallcareerconsulting.com. You can also check me out on Twitter at Shariah, S-H-Y-R-I-A-H-M. Or you can also check me out on Instagram or Facebook, all under Marshall Career Consulting. And you do have the ability to book me at all of these sites. So let's get back to the show. And we're back. So where do we leave off at? We talked about mentors. (laughs) We talked about... 
generational life gaps, life, all that good stuff. So I have a, I have a question. Go ahead. For either one of y'all, actually. Because um, I know, like, sometimes I think, like, 10 years ago, this is not where I saw myself. Yeah. Heck no, this is like... So, I mean, I get it. We young. For those that don't know, we're, we're fairly young. We're 30 and under. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Almost. <laughs> we're 30 and under still. So, um, what would you say to maybe a young girl? We'll say about 15, 16. What would you say to her to help her to get through some of the things that we may have faced? Well, for me, I know, as a, honestly, I don't remember what I said I wanted to be when I was a little kid. I think I wanted to be like a rocket or something. Like, it was random. She's not um, tall enough, y'all. Bro, like, not even close. Um, and I think the only thing that I really, like, stuck with from childhood was writing. Um, I wanted to be a writer. Um, and that's something that I still do. Um, I'm actually in the stage of publishing my first book. And it's really good. It's lit. So, yeah. But um, what I would say to somebody, you know... 15, 16, still in high school is um, whatever you want to be, you know, it's okay to pursue that dream. It may not be conventional. You may not want to be a doctor or a lawyer or Mm -hmm. a veterinarian and it's okay, you know, but know your options, do your research, see what's out there um, because what you're experiencing right now is going to change. Everything is not going to be the same. You know, what you may think that's always going to be there may not I know I don't even talk to people from high school I maybe talk to like one person still from high school and I went to two different high schools um and I don't think I keep in contact with anybody except for maybe like two people um but at the time when I was 15 16 oh I thought you know I was gonna be friends with these people forever I was gonna you know we was gonna get married at the same time we had kids (laughs) at the same time like so many different things changed from that time um and I'm glad like at the time my mom and my aunt were were very hard on me. They wanted me to, you know, be in all these different organizations and do all this extracurricular stuff and college, college, college. And at the time, I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. I want to go to the mall. Like, <laughs> just drop me off. But I'm grateful that they pushed me to do, you know, my research and apply for schools and scholarships and all of that because I never would have experienced all the things that I did or got all the opportunities that I have if I hadn't put myself out there you know um i really couldn't say because my husband be clowning me because i wanted to be and we have these past talks all the time i wanted to be a doctor i wanted to be a sketch artist i wanted to be a dancer i wanted to be i wanted to go to the navy um maybe a flight a pilot um i wanted to do hair do nails i wanted to man every job that is listed in the books i wanted i wanted to be a stockbroker like you know <laughs> you see how from hair to stockbroker so um and that was my thing i didn't know what i wanted to do and at the time when I graduated high school, I was like, I, at this time, I just really like drawing. So I guess I'm just going to go to school for drawing. And it didn't work. So don't let, you know, your trial and errors stop you. Don't, if you did not go to school and you looking back and you saying, dang, like I wasted my time. It really isn't wasted because all of my um, knowledge and base, it 
God just positioned me to have certain jobs. Like I was a marketing um, administrator for Yellow Pages. I was um, a manager at the age of 18 for Payless. So I've been running companies ever since I graduated high school. I was working two jobs and going to college at the same time. So it was things that was put in place that was put in me that was not from an educational background, but from an experience background. And I'm here today in this, everything that I have learned just based off of jobs and job placement is been, is being put in place and it's being um, exercised right now. So I couldn't tell you, I just tell you to go ahead and live whatever dream at the moment. And if it doesn't work, try again. Yep. Yep. I think I would say to not, I think when I was younger, I took too much to what people said about me. Mm. Like, it would really affect me. And I, there. I've always had this reputation, like, oh, Shariah is not shy. Shariah is not scared to do anything. We can put her in front of the crowd. We can do this. We can do that. But, like, in, the, in my head, it was always this battle. Like, I don't oh, want to do none of this. <laughs> don't ask me to read no cards. Don't ask me to do nothing. So, I would say, like, don't, don't let other people create your path for you uh, or just create kinda, your image yeah just let let it be like you're young you don't have to decide at the age of 15 what you're going to do for the rest of your life mm-hmm. you just don't have to now if you do that's great but if you don't so what and you know it's interesting that you say that because I work with first graders right now um, and the questions that we ask kids these days, it's, it's really starting to make me think because, you know, we had someone in the classroom the other day and they asked the kids what they wanted to be when they got older. And I think, honestly, I think that question puts a lot of pressure yeah. on kids, kids yeah. because they're kids, bro. Like, they just want to watch cartoons and eat cookies. Like, they, and they, they think so, like, they have so many questions. Yes. So, like, if you ask them, you know, what do you want to be when you get older? Oh, I want to be a doctor. Okay, well, what do I got to do to be a doctor? How right. am I going to be so that, a doctor? So, that yeah. already like, puts all them these questions, in, like, yeah, in a place where they, they now have to start thinking about their future and they not even 10 bro like and they trying to plan it out like they right. got business plans they got their little tablets with their business plans on it and they ate like right like some kids, kids some kids are built that way like for me as a kid I was writing out business plans for everything I could think of but some kids just want to be kids bro like let them be kids that was me I want to run outside I want to play I want to get dirty I want to do all that <laughs> stuff like I don't want to play with no little girls no little Barbies just let just, me be just let me run like <laughs> let me go outside and do what I want to do yeah I think that's just it, be mindful of you know the questions you're asking even the questions you're asking yourself like um, I'm a planner so I like to plan out everything but as I know and I'm sure as many other people know everything is not going to go as planned mm-hmm. and sometimes it can freak you out when you have this plan and you this have this to be. goal and happen. it does not happen so it's like oh my god oh my god like <laughs> you help panicking. Yes. You, don't, you don't need to like I'm the opposite of her. I don't plan. I do what I want when I want to we do know. it. Like, <laughs> that's just how I've always been. But um, I think being that way kind of helps me too because if something doesn't work out, well, I didn't you plan prepare. it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we work well together because I have to remind her, like, we have this on the calendar to do this exactly. on this day. And plus, you, you got to, you know, be around people that's somewhat opposite of you. Like, yeah. Jermaine is, like, real chill. And I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes time, you know, to handle the issues that maybe some people you know they don't want to say it I'm usually the person that's gonna say it like everybody else thinking it and it's just gonna fall out my mouth so like you know sometimes it's good to have those opposites because sometimes she'll have to reel me back in like all right bro that's you you know we we got it it. 
So, Alberta, yes. back to your business. What um, what do you have in store for the future? What are some things that you see? Like, what's the grand scheme? What's the big picture? Okay, so I'm not going to say the name or the title of um, my organization that is my heart, my baby, my passion, because I don't want nobody to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, Real. Um, yeah, because we're going to have some problems. I already hey, know we that. We, we know what it is. So if I see it somewhere, come on now. Come for it. Um, <laughs> run up, get done up. <laughs> <laughs> and it is based off of a scripture, basically just saying that... Or, dang, I don't you can't don't even say, say the scripture. Tell us your vision. So the vision is basically... I want to... It is gonna be ran strictly off of Kingdom Clean LLC. Um, I've been going back and forth about should I have a board? Should I not? Should it be um, completely nonprofit? What I want to do as far as that aspect. But what I want to do that is um, a subsidiary out of Kingdom Clean LLC is basically help um, people that have been incarcerated um, in their past, whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony. I believe that Michigan's 60% high turnaround rate for incarceration is really, really high. And it's only because, okay, you're young, you're dumb, you did some, you made some mistakes. We all made mistakes in the past. But once you get out, um, the level of your mistake is measured by the level of someone else's mistake. And I'm not going to hire you because I see your mistake on paper. And I feel like that is completely completely um deterring of not only our people that's in the state of Michigan, the city of Detroit, but our people, black people as a whole, they look at us as the stigma of you're bad, you're not good. Mm-hmm. And I want to turn that around. Like I say, your mistake does not name you. It does not put a stamp on you. And I want to hire you, not only hire you, be able to provide you with necessary things, tools that you would need in life, like financial assistance. Um, um, you need to get out of debt, credit repair services. I want to be able to provide you with scholarships so you can go back to school. Um, if you need help getting your license back, I want to be able to provide you with things and tools to get your license back, to pay your tickets. If you have children that's in Shariah the over here uh, going off. They blowing me up, y'all. y'all. Sorry. Hotline bling. The phone is on mute, though. Like, that's the crazy part. You can, go ahead. Finish if, they, um, if we want uh, to provide you with um, custody assistance, if your kids got uh, they're in the system, we want to be able to get them out. So, I want to be able to provide my people with a way out. You don't have to turn back to what you went into for. You don't have to be um you don't have to look back to drugs or stealing or whatever that got you incarcerated and got uh like a, a a stigma a stamp placed on you you don't have to live that life anymore you have an outlet and an out uh, out just with kingdom clean llc and once you stick with our program you have this plethora of opportunity to be able to get back on your feet and look back five years from now and say hey I was incarcerated but now I'm making $60,000 a year and it's all because of King of Clean so that's what I want to do and that's what I'm pushing towards and that's um, what I'm looking forward to and just to give you a little background history about me my mom was on drugs ever since I was the age of six years old 
old to the age of I want to say 19 so about 13 years of my life my mom wasn't there my grandmother raised me so don't let your past don't let what you see um, in front of you be able to dictate to your future like I said I'm a prosperous business owner right now at the yes. age of 27 and my mom was incarcerated and on drugs but that is the reason why my heart is there well you heard it here first um alberta go ahead and tell us one more time how to reach your business social media all that good stuff hey 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 you can hit me at (laughs) (laughs) oh you can check me out for www.kingdomcleanllc.com that's k-i-n-g-d-o-m clean c-l-e-a-n l-l-c.com or you can look us up on facebook Kingdom Clean LLC or Instagram KingdomCleanLLC.com All of our information is on either Facebook, Instagram or our website So check us out. It's lit Lit. Alright and once again we are the new kids, Jermaine, Shariah and absent, Hania (laughs) (laughs) We will be coming to you more, uh, more business owners, um, us resources, everything you need. Check us out New Kids LLC. Bye y'all Bye. See ya. Hey everybody This is Jermaine Pencil one-third of the new kids and owner of G Pencil Consulting. I work with young professionals, entrepreneurs, small businesses, and nonprofits to help take their organizations or personal development to the next level. To learn more about what I do, you can visit me at G Pencil, that's P-N-T-S-I-L, consulting.weebly.com, or check me out on Twitter at Jermaine Pencil, that's P-N-T. S-I-L. So we found Hania. Hi, guys! (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was the end of our first podcast episode featuring Mrs. Alberta Davis, um, owner of Kingdom Clean LLC. Hopefully, this will be the start of many many <laughs> podcast episodes i promise i'll be there i hope so if we can get our lives together hopefully um, my day job. but yeah so this is the new kids if you would like to learn more about us our website will be coming soon um if you're interested in joining us for a podcast episode our email address is the new kids llc at gmail.com I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a website. We so official, y'all. Yes. Yeah. So We're coming together, y'all. Shariah, Jermaine, and Honey coming at y'all. 313, stand up. What up, y'all? Bye.